0: No Further Information, a podcast about cops and riding lawnmowers. This episode focuses on cops. You're going to hear from a good friend and exceptionally dedicated public servant. He's a shining example of what the job truly means. He's a Latino immigrant from Mexico, but don't worry, only the first 30 minutes of the podcast are in Spanish. Let's hear from Officer Bob or Roberto a city detective.
1: Hey, this is uh, Officer Roberto. I'm a detective currently at one of the large agencies here
0: in Texas. smaller to mid-sized city <clears throat> where uh, the city that i work for when we work t- side by side um smaller so the cop kind of has the patrol officer has to do stuff i love that sort of in between yeah my schedule fucking blew too don't get me wrong but like i was able to dig so i was able to do investigations right. i was able to like go get that warrant and go knock on i was able to execute my own warrants right and-, and that's tough on in big on in big cities
1: yeah, it's pretty much impossible. I mean, you either do one thing mm-hmm. or you do the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's patrol's job, do the report, mm-hmm. investigative, make the warrant out, and then you have whatever, fugitive or whatever you want to call it, depending on your city, they pick up the guy. And and it's, it's sometimes, man, I like every step of the way, but I mm-hmm. can't really do that, you right. know?
0: And, and there's a little bit, you know, I'll say uh, there's a little bit of free, you know, it's all mixed bag, right? So there's a little bit of freedom to, like, you know just take the call do the best you can from up up until your point and then right. just release i, I like right. that but there's there, there's a little bit of freedom to that um you know there <laughs> the NYPD has an art theft division that's oh, wow. all they that's <laughs> all they do is art theft like oh i want that fucking job i want that <laughs> fucking <job. laughs> I want that fuck. <clears throat> what's uh so uh, our mutual friend who worked with you side by side i'm right, uh, not side right. by side at your agency yeah. um uh our mutual friend uh you know it was he, you know he'd share stories with me we all know the division that that we worked in was really tough um and he told me about some really difficult stories um do any of these stories stick with you do you have a call s- story that stuck with you and I, you think about to this day
1: see i have i, I mean, have a few yeah yeah and Actually, I we did. We're partners right. for for me and and, and our mutual our friend. friend right, yeah. yeah. He probably told you this one, so I'll, I'll tell it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a um. Uh, it was a disturbance call, and it was basically just very very vague in the comment the comment section. It was just, you know, caller calls for police. If I remember correctly, there was some sort of argument, then hung up. Had been holding for a little while, so it wasn't like it was fresh or anything. But we go. When we arrive at this house, right, there's a pickup truck in the in the driveway, and it's on. Uh, at the time, we didn't know at the time, but essentially the, the alleged suspect is inside the truck with his kid. He must have been, you know, four or five years old, young kid. And then the the girlfriend, essentially, right, uh, outside of the truck. The, the girlfriend is outside of the truck, and, and, you know, they're arguing. And as we're pulling up, we're walking towards the truck. And she's she's, she's frantic. She's like, hey, you know, he's, he's trying to leave. He knows what he did. He knows what he did. So we're thinking, okay, we may have an offense here and there. I approach the passenger side of the truck. Uh, Bob. Bob approaches the driver's side. And um, I could see that Bob is having some trouble with the guy. The guy's not getting out of the, mm-hmm. the truck. So I go around, and at this point, Bob is having hands-on on him. Okay. Right? So we get close to him. We're trying to get him out of the truck. This dude blatantly um, goes and reaches over to the under under the seat of the truck. Very, very blatantly. Like he's definitely going to go reach for a weapon right, or something. Right. Kids in the back, mom or, or, or whatever, whatever. she he, is. He, he, she's crying. She's frank. That it gets, you know,
0: always she, super helpful. By right. Way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. So and um, as he does that, you know, Bob is pretty much hands on. He doesn't have a chance to do anything but try to grab him. Um, so I, I pull, I pull my gun out and I put it to this guy's temple. Right. And, and cause I'm just waiting for him to pull something out and and blow his brains out in front of his kid. Right. Well, he comes back empty handed for whatever reason. And something just for that second, I was like, did this, like, what are you doing? Like, do you want to get shot? I say, I said, are you trying to get shot? Bob says something similar. And the guy goes, yes. Goes to reach over again. I guess he must've not been able to grab whatever he was grabbing simultaneously, um, um, I had holstered my weapon because he had come up empty-handed, right? Holstered my weapon, and I got my taser. Well, when he reached again, I just tased him. I pulled Bob back with me. We kind of, like, retreated. Tasing was effective. And, you know, um, we ended up being able to separate. Obviously, oh. girl's frantic. It's, it's night, so we can't really see inside the truck. It's tinted windows. And at, at that point, I remember... Not knowing what to do. I would think, okay, I can go in and, and engage and try to get him out again, but potentially shoot him if he has a gun. Or because the, the wife was so frantic. She could see what's going on inside. We couldn't. We're on the other side of the truck now. Right. And and it almost sounded like he was going to do some kind of suicide, kill the kid with him. You know, take the kid. So I was like, okay, do I go in there and blow this guy's brains out, right, and in front of his kid and then traumatize him forever? Right. Or do I kind of just hang on, hope he doesn't kill the kid? So that was, that was, it was rough. I, I did not know, I was almost frozen. I did not know what to do, but um, uh, ultimately, you know, everything, you know, we got cover out there. We held him at gunpoint for a while. He ended up giving up. Nothing happened. Thank God. He ended up having a knife in there, some kind of butcher knife, not a, a gun or nothing. But I remember telling him at the jail, like, dude, like. Like I almost killed you in front of your of your son, and he's like, I know, I know, man. You know, he's crying, and it's like, I know, I'm sorry. You know, I don't know what I was thinking. I just didn't want to live, stuff like that. And and, man, I remember like just getting so mad at him for almost having me do that. You know, and and, I that was that was that was kind of rough. And you know, I I got stories for for days, but you know, we have limited time. But
0: it's when you said uh, you got mad at him. <clears throat> I I get that. It's. You fucking made me do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost made me yeah. fucking kill you in front of your son. Yeah. And that story sticks with you. I, I, I would say in the grossness uh, stress meter, you know, th- that that story was probably middle of the road, but it stick, sticks with you. Right. right. Yeah. And we just don't know, like. It could it could happen that fast. It can happen. absolutely that that guy could have been fucking dead. Brains all over the fucking uh, passenger side window. His kids screaming yeah. and crying. Yeah. I love um, one of the things that I, I love to do because I, I I fancied myself a fake investigator, but uh I wasn't. I was never a detective. <laughs> but and, um. I-
1: Detective is a strong word. We're not. We don't really do much investigating. But
0: well, back home we used to say defectives. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it
1: sounds more. Yeah.
0: But I love. I I do love investigations. I love where you, you find that piece. You connect it to that dot. You found that one guy through Facebook. You got his number through Telo mm-hmm. or Accurant. I love it. Do you have a good buttoned-up investigation story where you got that? <sighs> oh, I noticed that, and because I love those stories.
1: I, I do. So so too many. (laughs) I wouldn't say too many, but um what when I first started I I haven't been a detective long. Been about about a year when I first started, um had a case where this dude was uh, allegedly sleeping with women and giving them HIV, right? Purposely. Very hard to prove, right? I mean you have to prove that he knows you have to prove that, that, that he's not taking his medication because that's what would make him spread the, the the disease. And so at first it was kind of like, well, you know, we don't really know if we're going to have a case. I mean, y- you engage in that, uh, you know, in, in a sexual encounter, per se. And and you kind of like, you know, that's, 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 that's a dice that's, toss. That's, there you, go, yeah, there you yeah. go. But she says some stuff essentially what she said. Well, you know, I dated this guy. For a few months, we broke up because, you know, I found out he was cheating, essentially. And um, come a few months later, I happened to see a post on Facebook on this page, you know, this this particular page and where they post guys that are problematic and stuff. And they posted his picture. And I was like, that's kind of odd. So, you know, hey, be careful with this guy. You know, he's right. I I dated him. Hey,
0: girl. Hey, ladies, be careful. So i'm on that site by the way
1: me too (laughs) (laughs) um um, so these victims or my victim goes and asks hey you know like what's up with this dude and she's like hey look you know (sighs) he gave me hiv you know he's known and she starts giving her all this information he's not because of this this and that or whatever so she goes oh gets checked and sure enough she's she's, holy shit and and good girl i mean you know normal citizen you know she's not like a
0: she didn't not that anyone deserves it right but right. she's not like engaging she's not promiscuous she's not exactly yeah we get you know
1: so this comes turns out that that other girl that she talked to on facebook has also made a report so then i talked to her and all of a sudden we got a little bit more right so okay and as i'm talking to these girls i get background stories well how did how do you know he's known for this amount of time how do you like where's all this information coming from you, Because you're just saying that, right? Well, she tells me, "Well, I spoke to his baby mama. And his baby mama said... So, I ended up finding the baby mama. And and I tracked... I don't want to give too much because it's still still ongoing. But essentially, I spoke to so many people. Right. 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 And once I spoke to baby mama, which was a risk. Because I did not want him to know at all what was going on. I wanted to just surprise him, right? So, anyways, I talked to the DA. I'm like, this is what's going on. You know, I got multiple girls at this point. You know, are you taking this case? And they're like, if it's multiple girls, you know, just prove he knows he has it, you know, and and that he's not taking his medication. So anyways, talk to baby mama. After I get to a halt on my investigation, like I need to know just more. Where where did he go through the clinic? How do we know? So baby mama was a missing link. I talked to her. Super helpful. She basically gave context to everything. And it it was kind of cool going. Pretty much from 2019 of this guy's life up to 2023, essentially right. piecing everything together, and and um, it it was interesting. And and I eventually get him arrested. Uh, I get a search warrant for his house, his phone, mm-hmm. his I mean everything. And as I'm talking to the guy, he you know he's he's blindsided because I picked him up on an unrelated warrant. Then all of a sudden he's sitting in the detective desk, and I'm asking him, and and, and I had I knew so much about this guy. That as he's talking to me, he's giving me all this bullshit, you know, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Oh, you know, I, I, I just found out. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. But I had all his medical records. Mm-hmm. So after I lock him in, I'm like, well, look, let me show you something, you know. And it says your name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this is this uh, right here? says that in 2019, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, oh, and, and, and I just started attacking him with everything I knew. And I was like, dude, look, I know everything about you. I know where you work. I know where you were this weekend because he had gone out of town or something. I, I know everything. So I just, you know, I ended up um, getting him for for he even gave HIV to girls in different cities in Texas. And then they're, you know, they're doing their own thing. So uh, he ended up knowing he had it. He, he was not taking his medication. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, like I said, I don't want to get too much detail. Mm-hmm. This is very vague. But at the end of the day, I mean, I I, I locked them in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I had the medical records I had you know, his admission to everything and, 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 you know, he got a total of five charges 4 I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, would have been more, but a lot of girls didn't want to go through. Cause when that I went sucks. through his phone, when I went through his phone, yeah. they, right. I mean, I found so many more girls that he's been into. I mean, ridiculous amount of numbers. And you got and to
0: I, sit there and contact uh, them uh, yes, all. And, yes. and, and yeah,
1: it, it was, but
0: whew. is the charge ag assault?
1: Yeah. Uh, it ended up being a uh, three counts of ag assault and then, this particular the city also charged him with a count of a sex assault i'm not sure where they got that from Yeah. Um, uh, cuz it was consensual but i don't know 100% the facts over there so
0: right right but, right yeah. um <clears throat> i love when a good investigation comes oh, together
1: yeah oh almost it's probably like 10 month investigation really hours yeah. of your life oh absolutely and then you
0: start fixating right
1: oh yeah
0: you know what broke my heart though is <clears throat> Yeah, you did your job and you did what you were supposed to. But and like justice is served. I'm mm. I'm holding up air quotes. Did did we did we help the victim? Did right. We, did we, did they still have HIV. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to shit on your hard work. No, by no, no. The way. Yeah,
1: no. But you're absolutely right. I've
0: felt this way. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But oh fuck. You know, like like you know, and 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 the s- sexual assault suspect. I put in jail, and and you know, it's there's still this awful thing happened. So. How much do we care about the other side of the fence? Because cops will go, well, the charge got dropped, right? I mean, they pleaded it down. So that's why I don't do XYZ anymore. I'm using DWIs, you know. It got pleaded down to obstruction or anything. I mean, how much do we care? Did we do our job? And if we focus more on doing just our jobs and not worried about the other bullshit, how much peace would that bring us? Because it's it's stressful.
1: Oh, absolutely. And um, going back... You can look at, at things from, from that perspective you just mentioned. That, well, they're going to drop it anyway. So, they, you know, they're not going to. What's the point of this? But at the end of the day, you know, if you have a good case in front of you and the victim's like, please help me. Please help me. You know. And all you can do is do the best that you can. If the outside forces, maybe it was the district attorney, maybe it was the jury, wh- whoever, if they decide to do, you know, maybe patrol did a so-so job. But you got to do what's best your best so that you can say hey just for yourself like hey man you know I did everything I could right? you
0: satisfied your burden
1: yeah and and like you said I'm not able to cure my my victim of HIV or anything right and, and it was very devastating for her and and it was it, it was legitimate rough for me to sometimes multiple victims right to talk to them because it's man I wish I could help you more like all I can do is put this guy in jail I mean but that's not gonna you know and sometimes it was it was rough i can imagine it's even more rougher when when you get like a homicide thing or something Mm -hmm. going on somebody's you know Mm -hmm. hey they killed my son i mean that you know in patrol i'm sure you know we experience it to a -hmm. a certain point right Mm -hmm. but then after that we move on and that's it well as Mm -hmm. a detective he's going to be in there all the way through trial and Mm -hmm. i mean they get close together with that family so it could be rough sometimes you know
0: You don't get to pick and choose your calls. You could be sent to any call, and doing right by the call. I mean, who who's watching us? So if you do, if you if you do seventy percent on this call, and that's passing, that's fine. Your supervisors aren't going to bitch. Admin's not going to bitch. But but you know why why do some cops do a hundred? or 90, or 95, and some cops are okay with 70. And I see young guys doing it. What, what, where does that come Where is this laziness coming from? I can only speak for my department,
1: right? Because I don't know what it is in, in, in other departments, but um, it's, it's, it's no no secret that our applicants are, are less and less quality now, right?
0: <laughs> Everywhere. Right. Yeah, and, and, every department. And,
1: and the morale in the department, and I, I was, you know, affected by it as well sometimes it's just Mm -hmm. man this here we go again here we go again whether it's command staff putting down shoving some bullshit down our throats Mm -hmm. or whether it's you know the citizens and and i think it demoralizes uh certain troops and then those demoralized troops teach the younger ones to be disgruntled and then it kind of just trickles down to a point where 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 now everybody's disgruntled and you only have a few where you used to have a few that were bad, now we have a few that are good. You, the numbers have flipped almost, and and it could be ignorance, it could be laziness, but I think it's more of a accountability, right? If 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 a, somebody does something shitty or seventy percent, like 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 you called it, somebody does seventy percent and nobody says anything. There's no accountability.
0: Why am I still here working on ninety-five percent? Why? Why am I? Why, why am I doing
1: hundred percent? If that guy over there is doing forty percent, and he's he's East? yeah, why should I? And then here the supervisors that are not doing their jobs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and not to to say that they're bad, but when supervisors do their job, at least when I see it, then they get in trouble. Like, oh, you can't be telling right. troops. So right. it's like, well, there's no accountability. So the ones that are doing ninety five, a hundred percent, they're just doing it because they love the job, but. But why should they? There's really no incentive to do it other than your, your personal, not necessarily personal gain. But
0: so I'll give you the raw raw USA number one answer, which is well, it's your duty to the citizenry. There you go. And we have to look at it as a as a push pull. My duty to the citizenry versus all these fucking things that you brought up pushback and admin and bullshit and morale and also by the way bob that same citizenry that you're supposed to swore they fucking hate you yeah yeah they fucking hate you you're a racist
1: and and it's 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 ignorance from their part and sometimes i can't blame him if i try to look at from an from from an unbiased point of view sometimes we do stuff that, that as cops that i get why somebody else would question that
0: well, the the criminal. Let's just say, yes, the and I in fifteen years, and as a former top cop administrator, the criminal justice system is skewed uh, towards one side of the spectrum. It it is it is skewed towards the to the detriment of minorities. The criminal justice system, the punishment system, equal sentencing. Okay, does that mean you're a racist? Does Does that mean that I? Or only arrested you because you're this you're color. Fair. So, look, I, I get it. And then we're pushing back now. they are like, yeah, but we're not. We're not that way. Mm-hmm. And then another fucking guy gets shot. Right. Another, another like, god, fuck. You know, like. And so this public getting. I interrupted you, but getting no, like, back. So, so we're we're pushing the same citizenry that I'm telling you. Like, well, Officer Roberto, you got to go out there and despite all this bullshit. Oh, by the way, that same citizenry is like, oh, you're a fucking racist and you're a piece of shit. And I hope you should yeah. you die tonight
1: yeah yeah unfortunately um that's it's it's demoralizing and sometimes it's like i'm I'm trying to do the right thing right i'm trying to but sometimes things are going to look bad you know if i'm gonna arrest somebody and he doesn't want to go to jail what do you want me to do just let him go
0: sir can you please stop doing what you're doing please put the gun down
1: yeah and it's like well no well what am i supposed to do you want me to just let him go i mean yeah. You can only talk somebody to somebody so much before you actually need to just handle business, right? Well, yeah. Now, I will say, can we get better at Absolutely. But it's never going to be a a, a zero incidence of…
0: Uses of, of Use force. Right. And it's certainly yeah. not going to be what the public wants. It's never no. going to be what the public wants because they're all cops, right? Yeah. They know the best. After that fucking submarine went down… All of a sudden, everybody was an expert in carbon fiber. Exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. Everybody's a police expert. Right.
1: And 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 it's not a bad – it's almost like a balance. I've overseen seen it. We can't have citizens not question our stuff because then we – the balance will tip to one side and we would
0: – Absolutely.
1: Naturally, humans want to get more power, whether we want to or not. At some point, we get corrupted. A, right? a tale
0: as old as time. Right.
1: Uh, so there has to be some pushback. To make sure that the balance is, is 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 set right, but there's so much pushback right now on the citizens, and and then we're not able to do our jobs right. And, and oh yeah, we can see it crime, especially in the bigger cities, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that usually you know, blue essentially, yeah. more, more more liberal and more progressive, yeah, and and crime is just going up 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 murders this and that, and and that could be a plethora of things that are like, like affecting it. But I think one one thing is just with cops we're trying to do more like oh more regulation more this more that right. and it's just it's it's not working essentially and and
0: I don't want to fucking be a cop <laughs> you know and, I don't I also and if I'm a cop I don't want to get out of the fucking car and see what that guy's doing fuck that
1: so, so you're telling me that if I go and and, and work
0: and mm-hmm. do cop
1: stuff I can get in trouble fuck that yeah. but if I don't work right nothing happens to me well, then why why should I work? And but, I think that's a big problem, at least in the city that I work with. Why should I do something when there's no accountability if I don't do it? And then I'm going to end up in internal affairs or I'm going to end up in this or that or, or if I do work. So the only guys that are out there doing what they can is because they love the job and, 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 and they have the best intentions. But even those guys sometimes just get,
0: they get broken down.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. At one point, sometimes it was me, you know, during, during the George Floyd riots. Yeah. It it was for a, almost a, six months a year. It was like, man, we just didn't want to do anything. It was it was bad. Oh, well, people man,
0: pulling up to you on your traffic stop saying, "I'm just watching yeah. so that you don't abuse this person." Like I'm like, like, well, like I have
1: a you don't understand with like, my body can't, Like the higher ups are going. To, if I do anything wrong, they're they're gonna take care of me. Yeah, like, you're frozen in them. place. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's this misconception that you know. We're just out there trying to do shady stuff all the time. Sure, Does shady stuff happen? Absolutely. And, yeah. and everywhere, whether it's in the nursing world, whether it's in the teaching world, yeah. it just happens everywhere. Yeah. But its I don't think it's not nearly, at least from my perspective, it's not nearly as shady or it doesn't happen as often as people make it seem to be. From my perspective, obviously, I only know.
0: Well, what's the incentive? You're, you bob sally john jane all work at this police department what's the incentive to go out there and break laws and 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 violates people so what most most of us are here we're just trying to do our fucking job we're just trying to do the thing you paid us to do and so all right you ready for the hit list blood death and gore internal organs literally slipping in blood and getting blood on my uniform gotta see that gotta have people wanting to kill me or die by my hand so Mm -hmm. okay uh uh uh, a shitty admin and shitty supervision that has no accountability low pay and then a citizenry that hates us Mm -hmm. okay now reverse the roles you get in these shoes and you do it um when i felt that way when i felt that way um timing was weird in my my career but when i felt that way something would always come along whether it was you know 6 days later or something i'm at my lowest of the low and i'm like fuck this fucking job they can kiss my fucking ass oh, yeah. i'm going back to fucking welding school you know um something would happen that would lift lift me up right and right. and 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 i love i love those stories um um do you, do you have do you have your citizens or your stories that lifted you up can you share some of those with us or one of those with us?
1: Yeah. Um I got to think to see which ones the best ones. Now I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, they're I mean, uh, the spot. they're all the best ones. Um, um I've already spoken about that HIV case. You're know, very grateful uh, victims uh, about what I did, but I remember one time uh it was it was like a stabbing where older brother uh got st- so, so, we have this young kid. Maybe he was 10, 11 years old. Nine, I'm sorry, 9 years old. And he had, like, special needs almost. You know, he was... You can talk to him and stuff, but mm-hmm. he was maybe a little bit slower in learning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, his older brother and his mom had got stabbed by by uh, mom's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. I mean, blood everywhere. They survived, but they were really close to, you know, uh, to getting killed. So, he saw his, this whole thing. So, you know, we get there. And, and the kid's in a really bad spot. I just, you know, I remember like grabbing him and he's like talking, oh, you know, my mom's boyfriend, he did this, this, this and that. And he's just kind of crying and, and, and he's like losing his shit, you know, mm-hmm. rightfully so, rightfully mm-hmm. so. And I just, you know, I grabbed him and I was just talking him down and, 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 and I'm uh. You know, I. I was almost like tearing up because I felt bad for this kid. You know, he just saw all this stuff and he's like, can I give you a hug? And I was like, absolutely buddy. Come on. You know, let's bring you to your, your auntie's house over here. And, and I care actually carried him, you know, cause he was so, so like shook by what he had seen. So but he was very grateful. Thank you very much. I sat him down and, and that felt really good. That felt really good at that point. Um, there was another one. This one's, this one's rough. Um, it was a mental health crisis. This dude, big six foot six uh black dude i mean it must have been like 280 300 right. pounds he's going through a mental episode he's got a hammer and he's in front of his mom's bedroom he's trying to kill her because she's the devil true mental health episode right. like this guy i mean he was he was going through it and he, he needed to pretty much do an exorcism or whatever he thought he needed to do wow so mom fr- calls 911 and she's i remember we're getting to the house they're not opening the door uh come to find out mom's like i can't leave my room he'll kill me and then she remembers she has her garage control on her purse i'm open the garage for you guys so so we don't have to kick down the door and we make our way through the house we get to this hallway and at the end of the hallway is the door of the bedroom and then this dude who's i'm I'm short right Mm -hmm. this dude is like five six mean six six Mm -hmm. 280 pounds he's standing on the dark hallway with a hammer on his hand lift lift up like he's gonna hammer stuff just you know just just like this just lifting up over his head essentially murmuring something about like i have to kill the devil stuff like that and he's just standing in front of the door and he's just kind of tapping on the on the door oh so my god so i start talking to him i was like hey man look i, I don't remember what his name or his name was but like hey man look and he's not listening to me i'm there for almost 20 minutes finally i start talking about praying and I'm not a very religious guy, but I was just trying to like, you know, hang on to something. And, and as I talked to him about praying and look, look, let's, let's pray to Jesus, you know, whatever, whatever I was coming up with, he finally puts the hammer down, still holding it, then goes ahead and raises his hands like in a praying position mm-hmm. and starts praying with me. It's so, okay, I'm getting somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Needless to say, I'm there for 30, 40 minutes or so, just talking him down. Eventually we're able to bring him back. And um. uh, no violence. We were able to put him in cuffs. He got a little tense. You know, he almost he made me really nervous. But we were able to put him in cuffs. Nothing happened to him. Take him to the hospital. Mom was just, I mean, she was almost crying. Thank you. I thought you were going to have to, you know, shoot, shoot him sugar. or something. Yep. You know, I, thank you very much. I mean, she was almost like very thankful that we saved her life and her sons, essentially. Unfortunately, two days later, he gets out of Parkland Hospital and he gets hit by a car. And he gets killed. Fuck. Yeah, that was that made me like, man, like almost like I did all that work. I was, you know, trying to make a difference and he still got killed somehow. But mom was was very, very grateful. It almost made me tear up too. of, of you know, like I helped this person, you know, that was a really stressful situation. But for me, I mean, I was there like, please don't come at us. Please, you know, because one thing is dealing with a gang member. That's easy. Who, right. It's easy. You know, if you need an ass whooping.
0: I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: But this guy, he was truly going through a mental health episode. And, and and I wouldn't say he's innocent because he's still responsible for his actions, but almost like he isn't really. Yeah. And we want to make this a peaceful ending. And, and it was. And and that was the sight of relief, essentially.
0: That was your ability. That was your talent. And <clears throat> you're communicating with him. Look, as large as your department is, if you're the NYPD... You can't call somebody in to sub in. You can't. You're the one who went through the garage, you know, going through there with your gun out, and then, oh shit, fuck. Okay, hey bud, mm-hmm. that's it. You're you're the man. That's it. And that ending breaks my heart, but yeah, you you yeah. you uh you did. Let let's make it very clear. Let's make no bones about it. You saved this fucking kid's life. You you sh- and that's that's definitely one you can put. In your book, when you get up to the pearly gates, and they're going through your yeah. life, you can you can put that one in the book. You can be like, look, look, hey, look, I, I ain't your boss, okay? Can I talk to your supervisor? But you, you yeah. forgot, fucking forgot one. Yeah. That'll go in your book, man. You saved that kid's life. Yeah. The job is fun. It is. Yeah. Um, I want to hear a dumb story about Bob. Because oh, he's coming in here at some point, I want to hear a dumb story about Bob. We're like,
1: motherfucker, really? Like, oh, man, I, <laughs> I'm trying to remember something, but
0: I'll take a dumb story about you.
1: <laughs> I, I I have one. I have I have one dumb story. Um, I'll tell you about me because uh, I was fresh out of training, riding on my own. I thought I was big, a mm-hmm. big bad motherfucker, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. And gotcha. I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what I was doing. I answered this call. It was a simple call. It was a slow day. First call of the day. And it was like some trespasser just acting a fool or something. So, we, you know, I, I go to the call. It turns out he's, you know, he left. He walked that way. And they give me a description. All right? Okay. That's a pretty significant description. Shirtless guy waving his stick around. White guy. Mm-hmm. Skinny, homeless looking. So, I go and I happen to see him down the street.
0: What's homeless looking?
1: <laughs> you know, uh, dirty clothes.
0: Uh, Is that mean they, when I wake up with the clothes I had on from the last <laughs> yeah. night because I was too tired to change them?
1: It, it could be, you know. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're homeless, but, you know, you're homeless. looking.
0: <laughs> I'm going to start using that. He, yeah. looked, he was homeless looking.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so I happen to spot him, right? Like I said, very, he's waving the stick around. Clearly, he was, you know. We learned later he was high on math. So, and here I am, and I update, hey, you know, I'm going to update my location to blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, I'm going to go out with the suspect, essentially. So I go to him, and as I walk into this, this, because he walked into one of the restaurants, you know, I walked in there looking for him. And the manager comes up to me and like, hey, there's this guy that just walked in there. You're always causing issues. Can you criminal trespass him? And I'm like, sure, I'm actually here for him. So it turns out he's in the restroom and he's he's taking a dump so i go in there and, and i'm stupid you know because i just got off, i'm 22 years old right and i just got off training I'm, I'm dumb i try to have a conversation while he's in the shitter and i'm like hey man look you know what? through the door <laughs> yeah like i go into the restroom and i can see his legs his or whatever, legs yeah, yeah through, through like, the stall hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like hey, hey man. bud hey <laughs> see, this is you know officer blah 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 and and you know He's like, mumbling something I can't understand, and there's echo in the restroom. So I was like, oh, you know what? Uh, I'll just wait for you outside. So I go outside, and mind you, at this point, I probably should have called for cover. I, I didn't.
0: You're getting a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ooh, <laughs> cherry <So> Coke. <laughs> he
1: comes out, and then he wants to leave. And I'm like, nah, man. Like, I got to get your information real quick. You're just going to get criminal trespass. That's it. No big deal. He's like, nah, nah. They want me to leave. I'm leaving, you know. And I'm like, nah. And... I go ahead and grab his arm I'm like you ain't leaving all right and he looked at me and I looked at him and he just sucker punched me punches me in the shit. face I had contacts at the time so I remember one of my contacts falling off Holy and shit. I remember for a split second I was like did this motherfucker just hit me like you know because at the time I'm big billy badass I'm the police I'm, I'm you're supposed to submit yeah, to yeah, my yeah, authority yeah, yeah. And, don't and, you see I'm and, wearing blue right and 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 let me it's, ask
0: you: Is that the first time you've ever been hit in your in your it, life? It, it's not. Okay. It's not. But it, it's the first on time the on job. duty. On... That fucks with you. You're like, wait a minute. It, it, yeah. That's that's a mind it, fuck. I've had guys, you know, maybe try to resist, go away, run, right, or whatever. right, right. But
1: but this was almost personal, right? And it isn't. It, it is. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, but it's business, right? But, but, but to get
0: hit in the face intentionally—that's that. Yeah.
1: And and I, you know, for that split second, I remember like this: this motherfucker just hit me. I guess it's on, right? So I go to try to tackle him. That, that doesn't go really well. Are you, you know? in
0: the gas station still?
1: No, we're in, in a restaurant.
0: Oh no, you're in. Luckily, the... it's not,
1: it's not very busy. So, but but yes, so it's not very busy. Thank Knocking God.
0: over the maple syrup and shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so here I go to try to tackle this guy, and I remember at the time there began being hesitation in my brain. I was like. Could I have even? Because I didn't know what I was doing, right? right. Could I have even put hands on him for criminal trespass? Right, so here I am right. doubting myself, right, right. and that doubt is making me not use enough force to handle business. Yeah, right? yeah.
0: You're now pulling back. Yes, yeah.
1: and and which obviously he starts getting a hold of me, he ends up putting me like in a, um, not a chokehold, but essentially I'm my head is in between his his, his armpit, I guess, and he's you know. Got it's me like he's around. giving you a noogie. It's right. Like he's, right. He's, yeah. Yeah. So. At this point, I had already asked for cover. I didn't give my element number. Nobody recognizes my voice because I'm new, so they're doing a, they're doing a roll call.
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> but I don't I don't my radio had fallen off right. and it was just dangling, so I couldn't understand that there was a roll call. I'm just thinking, oh, there'll be cover here in a second. <laughs> there wasn't, so I'm fighting this guy and I decide, well, I can't get off of this like hold that he's got me, so I'm gonna you know I got my taser, I shot him in the leg, and then I connected it by his oh, hip. Oh, smart, yeah, right, good. I knew it was too short to be this, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. So he lets go. But you you got yeah, one in him, and yeah. then you, and then,
0: yeah, yes. good, good, smart. So
1: that happens, and uh, he lets go. And then at that point, I I didn't have time to reload the taser. I'm like, Uh-oh. all right, this is done. And and I threw it out the side. And then, I, <laughs> yes, yes, it gets, it gets better, dude. It gets better. So then I go to try to tackle him again, and now I got him pinned down towards the corner of one of the walls, right? I got a little bit more control of him and now we're just like i'm kicking him you know he's punching me i'm punching him Holy, We're just of this is a
0: full-on fight yes
1: we're just we're just kind of trading blows i don't think he's going super 100 and i'm not going super 100 right because i'm i'm still hesitating I'm like, man. oh man and then i could see the lady one of the restaurant ladies come up next to me and she grabs my taster you need this do you need this sir <laughs> as, as i'm fighting with this dude and I go, no, ma'am, like, stand back. I don't want you to get hurt kind of thing. Okay. And at this point, I'm getting more control over him, right? I'm, right, You know, I pinned right. him to the, you know. And that's when I realized on my radio, as my vision started opening up. Like, they're doing a roll call. And I'm like, oh, shit. So here I am, pinning this guy against the wall, trying to, like, reach over my radio. Because he's like, dangling by my feet.
0: You're like, uh, Charlie, nine 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 nine. Like, God
1: damn it! Like, you know. Yeah. So I finally give up my element number. At this point, it gets a little serious. He tries to go for my gun, so I go, "Don't go for my gun," and he says, "I'm just holding the gun, sir." I was like, "Don't go for my gun," and I remember like
0: when you're when you're fighting a crazy person like that, and they say some weird, crazy thing like that, that's scarier to me than violence. That's scarier when they're like, "The "The, the God's coming for you." I'm like, (laughs) "Oh shit!" You know, I got to beat this motherfucker. (laughs) like I'm about to. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I'm thinking, okay, shoot, I get out my knife and stab him. Right. Ooh. But remember that hesitation and yeah. be like, yeah. I, should I even put hands on Am I going to stab this guy when I couldn't even right. put hands him? You know, so I had a lot of hesitation in my mind. I was like, well, I could headbutt him because I have his face. Cause he's a little taller than me, maybe like three four inches. So, but then I hear the sirens on the background. Oh. There was somebody who was nearby and as soon as they heard my you know, element number, they're like, oh, he's right there. Right. And he, they ended up tackling him to the ground and, and you know, we mm-hmm. put him in custody. But um, uh, that was, that taught me three things. It was a humbling experience, right? Number one. Number two, you better learn what the fuck... You better learn to know what you can and can't do. Yeah. So that when you have to do hands-on, like, there's no hesitation, right? Exactly. And then it taught me that this uniform doesn't really mean shit, right? And and that was the foundation of, to me, becoming a better cop in the future by knowing how to talk to... to you know, you talk to... Tango Blast Homeboy Lil Johnny a certain way versus, you know, Rick from or whatever. Right. You know, you, you and and the uniform doesn't mean anything. You know, it, it's, it's there. You know, it makes some people submit, but it, it gets to a point where 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 if if you need to like impose some force in, in, in somebody like the uniform may not be enough, and you got to be able to back up that force that you need to do on your own.
0: It's who's wearing the uniform, right?
1: So, luckily, I learned that early in my career. But, um, uh, then yeah, that was a very dumb story, and I eventually got my taser back too.
0: <laughs> she didn't take it home, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming on and taking time out. Um, we'll definitely have you back, unless. Unless this episode is rated poorly, then we are never happening. Yeah, having yeah,
1: yeah, back. yeah, I agree. It's okay. I understand. <laughs>
0: Appreciate <laughs> it, man.
1: Yeah, I'm about to fade away. Because every time I wake up, I feel like it's Monday. Something's going wrong with all the chemicals up in my brain. All of a sudden, I don't look at anything the same way. Got to build up of my thoughts sitting in an ashtray. I'm sorry that I'm so inconvenient, Okay. Just let me be me, and I'll stay out of your way. I can see the
0: way you look at me. I'm such a disgrace. Thanks so much for listening, subscribing, and sharing. Please rate and review the show on your favorite platforms. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Our website is nfipodcast.com youtube at nfi podcast, and please reach out to us at podcast at nfipodcast.com let me know what you think new episodes released weekly or whenever I feel like it help us spread the word and tell us what you think share it with a friend stay safe and remember do your job